today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. And Jason. The prosecution against Alec Baldwin is bullshit. Oh, Goodness. Bullshit. Wow. I have been thinking about Coming it. out hot on a Monday morning. I, I've been thinking about this for the entire weekend. This is an outrage that this prosecutor has done that. Um, two people have been charged in connection with Helena Hutchins' death. Alec Baldwin and the armorer. The armorer is the expert. The DA says the armorer was reckless by not being careful with this gun, not checking it for live ammunition. So the prosecutor is saying, well, here's the thing. The armorer is an expert. The armorer has this duty. The armorer should check. If that's the case, you're prosecuting somebody who has much less knowledge, who is what, the double checker? And a, a double checker gets prosecuted. Why would you have a double checker prosecuted if there's a prosecution already for the armorer who the DA is acknowledging has that responsibility? It makes no sense. So the only response that I would have, because generally speaking, although you and I love to debate and disagree, but the only real pushback that I could give you on this because I'm 90 percent in agreement is he's it doesn't seem based on what we, the papers the charging documents that he's being charged because he pulled the trigger it seems that what he's been charged for is because he was the EP and the head cheese on the set Jason I'm sorry it's both it's it's he's an he's being charged because he and the DA said it he's being charged because he's an actor yeah and he should have checked the gun and he's being charged with an EP. We'll get to the EP in a minute. As an actor, I want to talk about the actor. It's absurd. It's it's what it, it's absurd. It's offensive because the idea that an actor who doesn't know anything about guns and his spe- we specifically have someone on set whose job it is to ensure that safety. And, who if is they, being and, charged. And, and if they don't do it, they get prosecuted. And if they don't do it, they get prosecuted. And it's involuntary manslaughter, according to the DA. So so, so Alec Baldwin is supposed to double-check the work of the expert who has that heightened duty, which is absurd. Right. Uh, you, you served in the military. I never have. If you handed me a gun and I looked at it, I would have no idea what to check, nor should I be expected to. It's not my area of expertise. So we had Douglas Stewart on TMZ Live on Friday. He was an actor on the Russ set. He has handled guns for decades in various movies and TV shows. Here's what he said. As an actor, I've been involved in two films where I had to use guns. Uh, I was in a TV series where I had to use guns, and I've been in stage plays where I've had to use guns. In all of those previous experiences, um, there were strict procedures followed where if you're handling a gun, either the stage manager or in the case of a film, an armorer is in charge of handing the gun over to the actor. So the actor, in all of my experiences, has never checked the gun, double-checked it. You're not allowed to open the chamber, check the barrel, anything. Not only do they not check it, they're not allowed that, that to check it. That actually jumps out at you, right? It jumps out at and you. And it makes perfect sense. Of Alec course. Baldwin has no idea how to handle this bro- this weapon. No idea. And and what is Alec Baldwin going to do? Overrule the armor? Right. It's it's absurd. It's absurd. It's it's offensive. This prosecutor did this, and then beyond that. So let's talk about. Um, and by the way, this guy gets up on the stand. I'm sure. 
this jury's going to find Alec Baldwin not guilty. It's absurd. Uh, it, it really shouldn't to. get it, to a trial. This judge should study. Judges have the absolute authority to jump in when the facts don't match the charges. Right. This judge should never allow this to get to Absolutely. a jury. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Now let's talk about the EP for a second. So um, Alec Baldwin is an executive producer in the film. The DA is saying because of that, the set was unsafe, and therefore Alec Baldwin is responsible for that, and the the recklessness on the set over the use of live ammunition, uh, people firing live ammunition on the set, um, it making its way into that gun, it's on him because he's an executive producer. This just shows that the DA never did any research on what executive producers actually do. There are some mm -hmm. who actually do handle day-to-day -day activity on a set. In Alec Baldwin's case, we checked around. The reason he's an EP is because he's getting back-end, meaning back-end right. profits. Right. He's not running this set day-to-day. -day. Right. Well, so... so Come on. So, right. In, in big movies, you'll have 12 EPs. Some of them are just investors who bought their way onto the onto the thing. Some of them actually do the running the thing. And right. Some people like Alec Baldwin have the leverage, and if you want to get him to be in your movie, you're going to have to give him back-end. You have to give him an EP credit. That's the way some a huge actor like Alec Baldwin on a small movie is going to work. 100%. So, so the... But there, there is something to this to, to the idea, just to throw it out there, that he is the biggest person on the set. It is a relatively small production on Alec Baldwin scale. That's true. And and, and so the, maybe maybe he would have been the person they looked to to calm things down because there were some crazy things happening. Right? They were taking live ammunition and going and shooting it in the wilderness on breaks. You know, they're in the middle of the desert and these guys get bored and they're taking real guns out there with real bullets and shooting around people who are not experienced, not trained. It seems totally wrong. Well, that's, it wasn't that, weren't those the allegations that were made? No, no, no. It's totally wrong for them to oh, start oh, shooting see, live ammunition. Right. right. And so, so, so there, it, maybe there would be an argument where well, we're looking to Alec Baldwin as the person who is de facto in charge of this entire But he's production. not. But he's Maybe not. Maybe de facto, right? The, no, what do you mean de, de facto means... Everybody's that, looking for him for guidance. But they're not. Alec Baldwin... Look, let's just get real for a second. Yeah. And I know this sounds tough. 
Doesn't the director have some responsibility in this? Well, he does, and I mean, the irony is the director himself got shot, <laughs> right? So by that bullet that killed Helena right. Hutchins. Right. But in terms of who runs the set, yes, and and I'm not saying the director should be charged, but. If it's between, but if somebody's going to be charged, if it's between yeah. Alec Baldwin and the director, yeah. the director is way more in charge than Alec so, Baldwin. So let's walk through that. We have that. We had the armor, who you and I both agree there's a good case for charging her, whether or not she ultimately convicted. There's a good case case for charging her. You have the assistant director, who's actually the person who took the gun from uh, the the armor and handed it to Alec Baldwin. He has he he, he's he was caught to plea. He yes. caught to plea. He's getting six months probation. Right. Here's my question. Yeah. How is that guy less responsible than Alec Baldwin? If the DA is really looking at who is responsible for this and the assistant director looks at Alec Baldwin, hands him a gun and says, it's a cold gun. Who is more to blame? Well, he, but he was held. I know he pled down to a lesser charge, but if he didn't plead, he presumably would have gotten the same involuntary manslaughter. My point is they used him to get at Alec Baldwin, and his culpability is higher than Alec Baldwin's by a long don't, shot. Don't you? They may have offered the same deal to Alec Baldwin, right? They, so so, so we, we don't know exactly, but the, this assistant director, Dave Hall, right? Right, Dave oh, Halls. Halls. Okay, so he's, he's the one that presents the gun to Alec. He now has copped a plea. Presumably, they went to him and said, if you don't cop a plea, we're going to charge you with involuntary manslaughter. As part of that plea, as part of every plea, you have to cooperate with the government in, in, in its prosecution of the other people. That happens every time. They may very well have gone to that same deal to Alec Baldwin. We don't know. And Alec every, turned it Everything down. I've heard is no. Oh, well, that's then that proves their hand that they just want the high-profile defendant. They want to get Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And how many – look, I have no idea what's in this prosecutor's mind here. But how many prosecutors have gone after celebrities? It happens all the time. Yeah, it because time. it makes a name for them. It's funny. They either go after the celebrity to make the name or don't go after the celebrity to curry favor with the celebrity. That's right. the old celebrity justice. I, I just do not see any basis for honing in on Al. And, and, and she was even asked um, on Friday, do you want him to go to prison? She said, no, I, I just want accountability. So she didn't say he wanted – she didn't say one way or the other. I want accountability. Yep. Well, accountability – a starts with the armorer. B then goes to the assistant director who handed him the gun and said it was safe. Yep. And then maybe the director, Alec Baldwin, I think is way down that food chain. I I, I completely agree. I, I, I mean, th there's there's civil liability that he is an EP and the other EPs may suffer from, from. But they've settled that. They've settled the civil liability fr from the people who were shot. And, you know, w w the idea that there's criminal liability, it's involuntary it's manslaughter for Alec Baldwin is absurd. Now, here's the final question. Helena Hutchins' uh, widower, yes. Matthew Hutchins, mm -hmm. um, settled his wrongful death uh, lawsuit with Alec Baldwin and others. And um, uh, part of the settlement is that he becomes an executive producer to finish the movie. Yep. Okay. His lawyer came out with a statement on Friday, gave it to us actually, and it basically said, we're glad Alec Baldwin's being charged. Yeah. We want justice. How does that work? <laughs> so he's now- How does he, that work? He's now executive producers alongside Alec Baldwin. The guy he once prosecuted for the death of his wife. Presumably, he took this, as part of the settlement, he took this EP role and probably got he got back end. Uh, he, he's got a financial stake. No, I get there's money. No, but why would he go after him if, if it's going to undermine the movie? It's hard to see how this movie goes forward now with these criminal charges, and he's happy that Alec got charged. And he settled with him for cash to and stop it made and, and they made it sound like it, everything was kumbaya yeah, at that point. Really did.
And by the way, it could be kumbaya. You could look at Alec Baldwin and say, I know you didn't mean it. I know you relied on other people. I am heartbroken that my wife was killed and others are to blame. But yeah, I sued you. We settled. I can let that go now because I do think there are others responsible. That's not what happened. No. He then doubled down and said, yeah, you are responsible. Right. My co-EP. Right. How does that work? <laughs> I don't know how it works. How does that work? I, I, don't, I don't know how these these two men go to work together every day on the set of this movie after have, after this statement. After the statement of, yeah, because Alec is obviously uh, furious that he's been charged, thinks it's a joke. And now, but he's got his his fellow EP on this show where they're going to have to work together, presumably, saying, oh, I think it's a good thing you were charged. Yeah, and, it, and, it's and so let's just finally, Alec Baldwin, did he pull the trigger? Did he not pull the trigger? He says he didn't. The FBI says he did. Let's say he did, because yes. I think there's going to be evidence that he did. Sure. Okay? Let's say he did. If he pulls the trigger but relies on the fact that there was not a live round in there, what does that do to him? From a criminal point of view, mm-hmm. it, it it does nothing to him. I mean, he again, he was handed what he was referred to as a cold gun that was going to be fired on set. That was part of the movie. I mean, that's what I think. So in a way, and uh, look, I, in a way, it seems to me this trigger is a red herring. Yeah. That it doesn't, if you buy the premise that Alec Baldwin did not have any expertise about this and that relied on the very person who's now been charged for not doing her job, allegedly, mm-hmm. and checking that that gun in the chamber. Um, explain to me why the trigger even matters because they've made that just a centerpiece of this yeah, case. Yeah, the, the only, the, the, their argument would be that the, this was during a rehearsal where no, they were just doing a walkthrough, a blocking exercise to make sure everything was, was blocked properly. And so... There was no need for him to pull the trigger. I understand, in this scene. but but if if you really are relying and believe yeah. there's nothing in it, isn't it a case of no harm, no foul? Yeah, uh, right, I, I agree. But the the only point would be like we you know I, we were taught as kids, right? Don't point a gun at someone and pull, even a pretend gun and pull the trigger or whatever. But that's not the way movies work, right? That you pull triggers because it makes it more authentic and more real. You've got to do this, and that's why you have safety precautions and have an armorer on the set. That's right. That's so right. I, I just don't understand this. It, I, 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 so generally speaking, I agree. It is a red herring. I, I, I go back to this prosecutor. I mean, is is anybody going to call this person out, this DA out, and say what? What are the? I mean, I guess that's what the court of law is for. But they, you know, they got charges through, and they're going to judge. Well, they got charges through because she can charge anybody she, she wants. She can charge to anybody charge. she wants. And that's and, and, and we should know we should just note this that everybody thinks the way the justice system works is prosecutors are just doing their job and they look at the evidence and they decide what is just bullshit. I mean, we know the way this works, that sometimes, and I'm not saying with her, but there, we, I, how many cases over the years have we seen where prosecutors have an agenda, there's an sure. issue that they want to sure. they, 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 they put on trial, and they use a person to do that, um, that they unfairly prosecute people, they don't prosecute people who should be prosecuted. This happens all the time. And the notion that prosecutors only want justice prosecutors want to win. Right. And when they file a lawsuit, they want to, or the criminal action, they want to win. Right. And the idea that, oh, no, no, we don't want to win. We just want justice. 
Come well, on. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. can we just blow up that illusion? Well, prosecutors are elected officials and uh, DAs are elected officials. And when they run for office, they always say a 99% conviction rate. This is not just something they want to do for hubris. They do it because it's part of the game right. that we're playing, that you don't charge people unless you think you can get a conviction. But you also, you, you know, that's, that's the reason for being is to get these convictions. Have you ever in your career met yeah. a prosecutor who has said to you, my goal is not to win. My goal is no, just to no, do justice. No, never, never. As a matter of fact, I worked in, a, in the DA's office here in L.A. They all talk about the percentages. They all talk about winning. They all are over willing to overlook a lot of maybe facts that don't point in their direction. And, and not, or not, you know, uh, not turn over exculpatory not, evidence sometimes. Not turn over exculpatory evidence. Bury the fact that, that uh, or, or, you know... They, they will do this whole test lying thing is what it's called. You get up witnesses for the prosecution. They bring up an exculpatory fact or fact that doesn't. We're, we're just going to bury that little fact. It, it happens in every prosecutor's every office. Every prosecutor's office. Yeah. Okay, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.